Hey, hey, you were listening to JC Talks, a podcast about life, leadership, and human flourishing. My guiding philosophy is simple. What you can be, you must be. The purpose of this podcast is to help you live an all-in life, be an all-in leader, and lead all-in teams and organizations. I'm your host, JC Hurtado Prater, yours truly, and I'm so grateful you joined me for a few moments on the podcast today. Here's what we're talking about sleep. We're in the middle of this series where we're kind of looking at the science of success. We're looking at this book by Charles Koch, but I'm taking a break on that because um, I am so daggone tired. I am so tired. And I actually just sat down. I like to journal a lot. It, It helps me to reflect. It helps me to think about the underlying issues in my life. If there are things that aren't going quite the way that I want them to go, journaling is the key to helping me. And I will tell you the last few days, I'm going to be totally transparent with you. I've been off my game, off my center. And that's really important for me to be on my center, to be on my game. And I have been way off my game. I'm talking uh, physically, you know, I think it was Monday or Tuesday and I actually took a picture of this moment. I was in the gym and it just, it felt awful. It was just, I was on the elliptical and then I went downstairs to do some some um, some some working out, and that felt. Oh, I, th- I think that was Monday, Monday night, or something like that. And it just didn't feel good at all. And uh, and then Tuesday, I kind of had the same thing. And and you know, today is Wednesday, and still struggling. So physically, uh, and I'll be honest with you, my diet has been off. I've been eating things that I just haven't eaten in years and should not be eating. And uh, so that's been off its game a little bit. Uh, mentally, just uh, just tired, exhausted, just kind of reached the end of my rope. Emotionally tired, exhausted, spiritually tired, exhausted. Um, relationally, just it, it and, and here's 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 the point I'm trying to make. I just sat down to journal and say, what is going on with me this week? Why am I feeling this way? What's happening? And it all came back to the fact that I am not getting the kind of sleep I need to be getting. I'm not getting the rest I should be getting. I'm not going to bed when I should be. And so I'm putting myself on blast here on the podcast. And I'm saying this, that the greatest struggle I have in life, the greatest number one struggle, and if I can master this if I can get over this, it will impact everything in my life in more positive ways. Uh, but the greatest struggle I have is the ability to fall asleep on time at nighttime. Isn't that something? 43 years old, and I still struggle to get in bed. And I remember as a kid, I hated going to bed. Uh, and then when I got out of sight of my you know, parents' control, um, my goodness, you know, I've, I've always, always hated going to bed, but here's the thing, like, this is going to cut my life shorter if I keep living like this. And now that I've gotten into my forties, I've realized I can't do this anymore. I can't stay up till one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. Um, you, you know, doing whatever it is. And normally it's working. It's, you know, it's, it's working on consulting assignments, you know, training assignments, it's reading, it's researching, it's grading papers. It's, um, you know, it's, it's watching that TV show and then saying, okay, well, I'll just watch one more episode. And, and here's what I do. Like, it's hard for me to sit and just watch TV. I don't ever do that, but I find work to do while I'm doing it. So then I'm rationalizing, Hey, I can watch one more episode because look at how much work I'm getting done. And next thing you know, it's two o'clock in the morning. And this is consistent for me. And then the problem with my body is this, my body will not let me sleep any, any time past 7am. 
Now, now that's late for me to get up, to be honest with you. Uh, but like this morning, last night, I actually went to bed at a decent time. Well, no, it wasn't decent. It was like 1130 at night. It still was much later than I should be going to bed. But my body had me up around 615. And there have there have been times when I will you know, go to sleep at two o'clock, two thirty, three o'clock in the morning. And next thing you know, 645, 655, my body's awake. It's, you know, it's, it's not ready to go, but my body's awake. So anyway, I'm saying all this to say today's podcast is about sleep because I have realized in my own life, there's one major deficit. And if I could figure this thing out, if I can get this thing going, everything else in my life would change. So I'm going to read an article. We're going to walk through this and then I'm going to let you go so I can actually finish up my night and get going to sleep. But I really do want to encourage you to do this. I, I am finding in life and I'm finding the hard way that really found foundational for all of us is this idea of sleep at the heart of almost any bad decision, whether it's personal, professional, leadership decision. Really, we could go back and, and, and look at our calendars, look at our schedule and say, you know what? I probably was just tired right then. When I said that thing, I shouldn't have said when I did that thing, I shouldn't have done. When I spent that money, I shouldn't have spent. When I ate that food, I know I shouldn't be eating. Uh, you know, when I didn't drink all the water, I should have. When I didn't do great at the gym, really at the heart of a lot of that is just I'm not getting the sleep I need to get. And there's lots of other reasons to mindset, uh, the things that we're inputting, right? The things we're, that we're inputting into our bodies. I think that's so important. What we see, what we hear, what we eat, right? All of that goes into it. But sleep is such a big factor. So let, let's dive in. I've got an article today from Medical News Today, and you can find this at medicalnewstoday.com. It was actually written by Deborah Weatherspoon, Dr. Deborah Weatherspoon, PhD, RN, CRNA. Uh, I'm sorry, it, it was medically reviewed by Dr. Weatherspoon, who is a registered nurse, but it was written by Jenna Fletcher. So here we go. Getting enough sleep is essential for helping a person maintain optimal health and well-being. When it comes to their health, health, excuse me, sleep is a vital, see, I'm, I'm already messing this up. Let me start that sentence one more time. When it comes to their health, sleep is as vital as regular exercise and eating a balanced diet. And obviously helping you to read well is as well. To read well, too. Maybe that's the way to put it. See, I just need to go to bed. Modern, modern day living in the United States and many other countries does not always embrace the, the, the necessity for adequate sleep. It definitely does not here in our country, the United States of America. Yet it is important that people make an effort to get enough sleep on a regular basis. The following are some of the many benefits health professionals associate with getting a good night's rest. Number one is this, and this is where I've been wrestling this week. And uh, so hopefully after going to bed early tonight and tomorrow night and the next night and the next night, hopefully I can start catching up on this. But number one is this better productivity and concentration. There are several studies that scientists did in the early 2000s that looked at the effects of sleep deprivation. What the researchers concluded is that sleep has links to several brain functions, including concentration, productivity, cognition. A more recent 2015 study in the Journal of Child Psychology and Psychiatry showed that children's sleep patterns can have a direct impact on their behavior and academic performance. So it's important for adults. It's important for children. 
Number two, and this might be important for all of us out there, lower weight gain risk. The link between weight gain and obesity and short sleep patterns is not completely clear. There have been several studies throughout the years that have linked obesity and poor sleep patterns. However, a more recent study in the journal Sleep Medicine concludes that there is no link between being overweight and sleep, sleep deprivation. That might be good for some of us to hear. The research argues that many previous studies failed to account adequately for other factors such as drinking alcohol, living with type 2 diabetes, level of physical activity, education levels, long working hours, long sedentary time. A lack of sleep may affect a person's desire or ability to main, maintain a healthful lifestyle, but it may or, not, may or may not be a direct contributor to weight gain. So here's the deal. I think for myself, it's this. When I'm tired, I don't make good decisions. When you're tired, you don't make good decisions. So it's much easier to say, hey, let's drive to McDonald's or Arby's or In-N-Out or Chick-fil-A and grab that sandwich because I'm exhausted. I don't feel like standing in the kitchen, dealing with all the heat, dealing with the dishes, all that other stuff I have to deal with to make a healthy dinner. Let's go out to eat. Let's get fast food. So for me, that's what it's been in just the last two to three days. It's it's finding food that's easier to eat, the packaged food, the processed food. I haven't gone out to eat, but it's walking through Walmart and, and, and getting the easy stuff, like their grocery section and just grabbing the easy stuff, the stuff that's not as hard to cook, the carbs, the, you know, the junk food. I, I just make worse decisions about my diet when I'm as tired as I am right now. So this has been uh, very true for me. And it sounds like the lack of sleep I've had in the last few days, I would say the last 43 years, probably has uh, maybe some of the weight gain that I'm trying to or the, or the weight that I'm trying to get off has less to do with that than it has to do with the fact that when I'm tired, I make poor decisions. And the same goes for you. When you're tired, you make poor decisions and you make those decisions about your eating patterns as well. So let's get some sleep so we can think clearly and eat better. Number three, better calorie regulation. Similarly to gaining weight, there is evidence to suggest that getting a good night's sleep can help a person consume fewer calories during the day. For example, one study in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences of the United States of America says that sleep patterns affect the hormones responsible for appetite. When a person does not get, excuse me, when a person does not sleep long enough, it can interfere with their body's ability to regulate food intake correctly. So again, it's all about regulation. It's, it's about having a better mindset. And that comes from having proper sleep. Number four, and this I've seen this so much in the past three to four days here, greater athletic performance. According to the National Sleep Foundation, adequate sleep for adults is between seven and nine hours a night. And athletes may benefit from as many as 10 hours. Accordingly, sleep is as important to athletes as consuming enough calories and, nu and nutrients. And, and you've probably heard the elite level athletes talk about this. You know, I've made no mistake about my uh, fanboying over Tom Brady. And if you look at the, the details of Tom Brady, if you look at his life, if you look at how he leads his life, sleep is a big part of it. I believe he's in bed by 8 or 8.30 every single night. That sounds like when a kid goes to bed. Right. But this is what he has recognized it takes for him to reach maximum maximum level. And I think all of us have watched his life where now we, we don't find him to be crazy. We don't find him to be insane. We've seen the proof of the work that he does. And part of that is getting to sleep about eight or eight thirty at night. So it's important 
that we get the sleep that we need. Well, one of the one of the reasons for this requirement is that the body heals during sleep. Other benefits include better performance intensity, more energy, better coordination, faster speed, better mental functioning. Number five, lower risk of heart disease. One risk factor for heart disease is high blood pressure. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, getting adequate rest each night allows the body's blood pressure to regulate itself. Doing so can reduce the chances of sleep-related conditions such as apnea and promote better overall heart health. You know, this is something that actually runs in my family. My birth mother actually passed away because of heart disease. And so on a personal level, this is something I've got to watch out for. Now, I don't eat a lot of meat. And uh, I try to stay away from that. But man, I love the chips. I love the French fries, right? So it's not like just because I'm taking meat out of my diet, uh, it's not necessarily great. It's not necessarily that I'm taking that and all the other junk out. Sometimes I replace the others instead of the meat. So that's something I got to work on. But on a personal level, I've got to get better about this because uh, this is this obviously runs in my family and runs in my blood here. So uh, those of you who are the same, if you've lost anybody in your family, maybe a parent through uh, heart disease, this is something that you need to watch and understand that the more sleep you get, the better uh, your body is able to um, to regulate itself and your blood pressure can regulate itself. And that's really important. Number six, more social and emotional intelligence. This is kind of saying that the less you sleep, the less social and emotional intelligence you have, right? So when you say something stupid, that probably has to do with the fact that you're tired. Sleep has links to people's emotional and social intelligence. Someone who does not get adequate sleep is more likely to have issues with recognizing other people's emotions and expressions, right? So they're going to lack that self-awareness. For example, one study in the Journal of Sleep Research looked at people's responses to emotional stimuli. The researchers concluded similarly, similarly to many earlier studies that a person's emotional empathy is less when they do not get adequate sleep. Okay, so we're not as self-aware, we're not as empathetic, we're not as compassionate when we don't get sleep. And I will tell you today, there have been a couple interactions that I've had just through phone, text or whatever, uh, Zoom, and I have not been as compassionate as I should be. And I think the reason why is because I'm just daggone tired, right? So I need to get myself in bed and get the sleep I need so I can have more social and emotional intelligence. And the same goes for you on those days when you're grumpy especially if you're in a leadership position and maybe you've you know, popped off at the mouth or something, um, more than likely at, at, the, uh, at the base of that uh, is probably a lack of sleep. You just need rest. Number seven, preventing depression. The association between sleep and mental health has been the subject of research for a long time. One conclusion is that there is a link between lack of sleep and depression. A study appearing in the JAMA, in JAMA Psychiatry, J-A-M-A, Psychiatry, examines patterns of death by suicide over 10 years. It concludes that a lack of sleep is a contributing factor to many of, the deaths, to many of these deaths. This is sad to think about, that possibly uh, in some people who have died by suicide, potentially over a long period of time, uh, lack of sleep has been a contributing factor to making them, you know, to helping them in making this decision that, that took them away from their family and friends on a very permanent basis. 
And to think that maybe if someone had just gotten a little bit more sleep, that could have helped. Now, obviously, there are other things that go into play. There's mental issues and all that. But I think part of what this article is saying is some of our mental issues, some of the depression we face might just be because we need more sleep. We need to get better sleep at night. And uh, obviously, I'm not a doctor here and I'm reading this article. And so I would say if that's you, if that's something you need to look at, maybe it's going to a doctor and saying, hey, I'm struggling with getting to sleep at night and it's causing me to feel a little bit depressed. What can you do to help? And maybe there's some things that the doctor can do to help. Another study in the Australian and New Zealand Journal of Psychiatry suggests that people with sleep disorders such as insomnia are likely to show signs of depression. So this idea of sleep is incredibly important in our lives. And I know for myself, on days when I'm really tired are days that I seem to be a little bit more depressed, that anxiety can creep in a little bit more. My thoughts go a little bit darker on those kind of days. And sometimes it's just, hey, crawl in bed and get the sleep you need. Number eight, lower inflammation. There's a link between getting adequate sleep and reducing inflammation in the body. For example, a study in the World Journal of Gastroenterology, Gastroenterology, I'm hoping that I'm saying that correct, suggests a link between sleep deprivation and inflammatory bowel diseases that affect people's gastrointestinal tract. Uh, the studies showed that sleep deprivation can contribute to these diseases and that these diseases in turn can contribute to sleep, defra- uh, sleep deprivation. Again, the importance of sleep. Number nine, and this is important for all of us, uh, stronger immune system. Sleep helps repair the body, okay? It helps the body repair, regenerate, and recover. The immune system is no exception to this relationship. Some research shows how better sleep quality can help the body fight off infection. And this is why a lot of times when we're tired, we have fever, we're sick, we tend to want to sleep more. And it's because our bodies are able to fight better when we're not doing all kinds of other things and have all this activity going on and our body's able to focus on fighting that infection. However, scientists still need to do further research into the exact mechanisms of sleep in regards to its impact on the body's immune system. Then the article goes on and it gives us some recommendations. It it calls these sleep recommendations. It says this sleep needs vary from person to person, depending on their age. As a person ages, they typically require less sleep to, uh, to function properly. So according to the CDC, the breakdown is as follows. Newborns, right, zero to three months, 14 to 17 hours. Infants, four to 12 months, 12 to 16 hours. Toddlers, one to two years, 11 to 14 hours. Preschool, ages three to five years, 10 to 13 hours. School age, this is like my daughter, six to 12 years of age, nine to 12 hours of sleep a night. Teen years, eight to 10 uh, years of life, um, hours a night. Adult 18 to 60. Okay. So I fall in that seven plus hours of sleep a night uh, of sleep every night, adult 61 to 64 years of age, seven to nine hours. Uh, And then adult 65 plus years of age, seven to eight hours of sleep a night. So it looks like kind of the, the older we get, the less sleep we need. So I'll fit right in when I get to be in my eighties and nineties, and maybe I just need four or five hours of sleep a night. As well as the number of hours, the quality of sleep is also important. Signs of poor sleep quality include waking in the middle of the night, still not feeling rested after an adequate number of hours of sleep. Some things a person can do to improve sleep quality are avoiding sleeping when you have had enough sleep, okay? So when you when you wake up and you know you've got your nine or 10 hours and you're still kind of tired, get up and get going about the day and that night again, go to bed a little bit earlier that night. 
says this, if you want to improve sleep quality, go to bed around the same time each night, right? So do not be like me in the last few nights, which just fluctuated up and down, up and down, but it's pretty much been after midnight almost every night. So let's, let's not do that. I want you to learn from my from my mistakes on this one, spending more time outside and being more active during the day. And I, 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 you know, what's funny about this is this is a circle, right? It's like the better rest you get, the more you want to exercise, which makes you get better rest at night. The less rest you get, uh, the less sleep you get, the less you want to exercise, the less you want to be outdoors, which means you're probably not going to get very good sleep that night. So it's the circle, right? So the circle is get a good night's sleep, get yourself in the gym, get yourself active, get yourself walking, get yourself swimming, whatever it might be, be physically active. And then you're going to want to fall asleep at night as well, right? So this is something I'm trying to tell myself after about three or four days here of not, not having a uh, you know, good sleep cycle. Uh, reducing stress through exercise therapy or other means. So again, if you want to improve your sleep quality, reduce stress through exercise therapy or other means. Because here's what happens is when all that stuff's going around in your mind and you've got that stress, uh, I firmly believe that our bodies, uh, there's a great book out there. And my coach has told me about this book, The Body Keeps the Score. Our bodies really tell us uh, what's going on uh, inside of our mind, right? So if we've got all kinds of stress going on up there, we're going to feel that in our body. So a great way to do that is you got to get inside the gym. You got to exercise, right? You got to go on walks. You got to go for swims or whatever it may be. You go for runs, right? Um, but the problem is it's not, you know, we're not going to want to do that if we're always exhausted and we're always tired. So that's really important for us. So in summary, Sleep is a vital, often neglected component of every person's overall health and well-being. Sleep is important because it enables the body to repair and be fit and ready for another day. Getting adequate rest may also help prevent excess weight gain, heart disease, and increased illness duration. So there you have it. Make sure you're getting your Z's tonight. Make sure you're falling asleep tonight. I know we live in a world where things just keep moving, things keep moving, but you know what? The work is going to be there the next day. And I have found personally on the times when I've done it well, when I go to sleep early, 8, 9 p.m. at night, it is amazing how I can get up much earlier the next day. And I'm so productive. That's for me. I'm very productive in the mornings. You've got to figure out when you're most productive and make sure you get the sleep you need. So I am going to log off now. And I'm going to head on out and uh, try to finish up my night and so I can get a good shower and, uh, you know, um, crawl in bed with a good book and then pass out. And that's the goal for tonight. So I hope you get great sleep as well. And uh, I hope uh, to see you back here Friday, well rested for another episode. And we'll jump right back into the science of success Friday on the next episode of JC Talks Leadership Podcast. Take care and get your rest, everybody. I'll see you soon. 